0: what is going on ladies and gentlemen to another episode of dusty dimes podcast I am your host TJ plugger with my co-host Alan Peters what's up Alan the infamous one <laughs> hey we got we got a good one today we got uh the founder of three ice hockey three on three league going around the summer circuit EJ Johnston
1: perfect yep yeah, we were talking about this
0: yes I'm very very excited to uh to have him on very excited
1: I'm looking forward to another great Dusty Dons podcast.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It's you know anchor anchor's pulling its shit in, so we have to uh, we have to do the call. You know, the infamous fucking did. the infamous side by side phone call. You know what I mean? So hey, but yeah, it we, works, got, we work it. <laughs> but yeah, we got EJ on the phone. What's up, EJ? How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Very well. It's it, it, You're not the first and you're not the last to have issues with, with Anchor. <laughs> yeah, I've,
2: I've never heard of it. And uh, just, uh, I don't know, it just simply isn't working for me. So that's all right. We'll do it this
0: way. Yeah, it's 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 great. So, uh, yeah, we, you know, we're really excited to have you on. You know, like I said, I met you briefly at your event, in Hershey. You know, you're the founder yes. of Three Ice Hockey, Three on Three Circuit going around this summer. And, you know, I we just wanted to have you come on, explain you know your ideas and moving forward and we had a couple questions for you yeah of course so we're I, I mean everybody loves three-on-three hockey you know I, I saw it you know like watching it there with my son and watching your face man you, you were getting jacked up jacked up watching that watching that three-on-three so where, where did this transpire and how did it come about
2: yeah, you're right. Everyone loves three on three hockey. And I think when they see our version of it, it'll be even more exciting. It really does get you get you, amped. you know, for me, the light bulb moment was I went to the Devils, New Jersey Devils rookie camp, and they finished with a three on three tournament, although they did it um, sideways. They did not do it full length, which I thought was very, very strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, very strange, actually, for grown men doing that. But then the Penguins, the next day when I was in Pittsburgh, did it full length and I'm at their practice facility it's packed with about 1200 people yep and these fans are ooing and awing and they're standing up and on the edge of their seats and they're clapping and their jaws are dropping for these unknown rookies as they're finishing up in a three on three tournament yeah and I'm sitting there with my dad and Billy Garen and Greg Patrick and the GM at the time Jimmy Rutherford and all the scouts and I just kind of start watching the game and looking at the uh, the crowd looking at the uh, Penguins personnel and I start picking at them saying hey you know what are you guys looking for and the adjectives just leapt off the page it was you know quickness speed, creativity, hockey IQ nifty mittens, rapport um, you know just a whole bunch of great stuff and I was like wow Yeah. and um, you know I kind of write business models for for a living if you will mm-hmm. and develop formats and I was in Hollywood at the time making television shows big shiny floor reality television shows Yeah. And uh, I said, "Geez, there's something here. This would be a perfect episode for television, and a, a great new sport and a great new league." And I've got in the background the NHL's three-on-three overtime sessions about a year old. You've got big three basketball. You've got rugby sevens. You've got Formula E. You've got the short-form version of cricket called the IPL, which at that time is about uh, its ninth or tenth year, which now is you know uh, just a, a monster. It's probably a 15 to 20 billion dollar company. They just sold their media rights around the world to Disney for six billion. There's a, uh, they call it a T20 format. And they've got that in Sri Lanka and India and South Africa and Jamaica and the United Arab Emirates and Australia. So there's these short form versions of uh, the original one was called the Indian Premier League. So all of that's kind of in my background and and sort of milling around in my my mind. And I I just immediately got to work, started running a business model. Yep. Took about a month and then uh, poked holes in it um, with folks like Brian Trottier and Bobby Orr and my dad and executives at networks and um, television networks and the leagues and advertisers, ad agencies, all these different
0: constituencies that were touched, players, agents, you name it. Yeah. And um, I had them poke holes in it
2: and uh, massaged it for about a year and then put my foot on the gas when I knew I had something special.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, man, I, I went there like every, you know, like I said before, everyone loves three-on-three hockey. It's, it's exciting. It's fast paced. You know, you get the skill level of other guys, you know, showing what they got. But my my big thing is, is you. there's obviously you heard of the ice wars, right? That, that that fighting thing, you know, everybody's like, oh, big on that, big on that. And we all know, like everybody loves scoring. Everybody loves fighting. Were you in the back of your mind, like, you know, hit or miss with this, you know, situation at hand or not? No, I, I knew we had something special. Yeah. So, uh, again, that's why taking my time was right. So yeah. making sure that there was a real business here, making sure
2: that I vetted it with uh, all the constituencies that would touch it, fans, everybody. Um. So, no, I, I knew I had something special. I wouldn't jump in and bet my career and yeah. my friends, family, and investors' money and people's time. You know, There's a lot of high-level professionals attached to this. Some of them you know, like the coaches and, yep. and uh, Craig Patrick. Some of them you don't. Yeah, The the guys that are doing our our locker room, these guys are all, you know, they're Stanley Cup winners as well. I've got three or four guys back there that uh, Steve Latin and uh, Doug Smith and uh, Doug Shear, excuse me, and Greg Smith. Yep. You know, these guys are are Stanley Cup winners in their own right. They wouldn't do stuff like this if they didn't, if I didn't do my homework and be able to convince
0: them. And then of course your investors as well. These are high level professionals that know, balance sheets, P&Ls, and, and good bets when they see them. So I had to make sure I had my duck in the Absolutely. Now, when, you know, I, I asked you the question in Hershey, you know, do you look to expand in year two? Can you, you know, you told me, but can you explain your thoughts on that moving forward?
2: Yeah, there's a few different ways that we would do this. Um, one of them is our version of the Little League World Series. Mm-hmm. So I like Three Ice Kids as a perfectly made-for-TV event where you pick – our Williamsport maybe it's Hershey maybe it's Penn State maybe it's somewhere else and you have a tournament there every year in between our final week of the regular season and our championship, so you'd have a bracket for the Canadians the Americans the Europeans and the rest of the world yeah and uh I think it'd be a very very interesting uh made for tv event so that's one way we can grow Another way is three ice Europe. That's kind of a no brainer. Potentially a World Cup. Potentially an esports version of this thing. Yeah. Uh, potentially a women's opening act. Uh, there's a whole bunch of really interesting things that we could do uh, on this front, but we want to make sure we crawl, jog, and then sprint. Uh, meaning making sure that's financially viable and the fan base
0: is there and, and all that good stuff um, from a business standpoint as well. Absolutely. Now, couple a couple things like when you started this right and you were looking for talent, right? How how did you guys go about picking the right players? Did you reach out or did people reach out to you wanting to do it?
2: So we had a bunch of agents that we had relationships with. greg yep. Patrick as you could imagine has oh like, yeah a lot of those relationships. Yeah. And we were looking for a specific player and body type. We're not looking for the six foot five 6'6, six, six, 240 pound guy. Those guys get embarrassed
0: in three on three. Yeah. You know, it, it's a different body type. So I affectionately refer to them as water
2: bugs or Ferraris and Maseratis zipping around the ice. So that's 5'8, five, 5'9, five, maybe six foot to six foot one, but he's probably under 205. Uh, the bigger body is not what we're looking for. We're looking for super fast, super quick, tic tac toe passing. And, and, you know, Zdeno Char is an unbelievable NHL player, but yep. he is not out there in three on three hockey. You know, Cole Pareko is an unbelievable NHL defenseman, but he is not out there in three post. So our guys are a bunch of Connor Shearys. You know, I, I sort of use that name, that body type, because he's about 5'7", 5, 5'8", 5, 165 pounds. He scores 15 goals in the NHL, but he has four, five, six of those in the overtime session. You know, when he was here in Pittsburgh, I think mean, he had 14 goals one year, and five of them are overtime
0: goals with Sidney and Latang as his partners out there. Yeah, He is the perfect guy those guys get overlooked. So we looked at,
2: across the planet and we saw about to 300 names that we thought fit. And we whittled it down to 120 yeah. and invited about 75 to camp and uh, then had our tryouts in Vegas. Uh, it was basically a combination of Training camp, tryouts, and draft all in one weekend. Yep. And uh, we knocked it out, and it was pretty pretty fantastic. And we love, love the, the pool of talent we have now. There's guys that are getting signed up to go back to Europe. We think there's guys that are going to get some PTOs in the NHL. Um, we're, we're just really pleased with, with what we've got. We've got about a third or so of our players have NHL experience, and we think that's only going to increase uh, next
0: year. That could probably go up to 50 to 60%. Now net moving next year, right? Or would you consider bringing back some of the guys you had this year? Or are you looking? 100%. Or are you are you going to look for? Obviously, you're going to have tryouts again as well, right? That's right. So
2: the guys that did well this year obviously have a leg up. Yep. Not only did they perform, but they also know the format. And uh, I'm making this up right now. If a guy like James Neal or Matt Barkowski or Derek Broussard said, "You know what? I'm 34 years old, 35 years old." The, uh, the NHL part of my life is, is over. Uh, let me come into the equation. That's, that's exciting to us as well. I'd love to get a bunch of those guys. But to me, I'll absolutely have repeat customers on the player side, and we're going to open it up more. We're getting a ton of guys asking us now. Um, you know, it's kind of a hold on, let us get through this first season kind of thing. But there's, there's guys that are buddies with the players we know, and then random guys and agents uh, calling us saying, hey, how do I get my people into this equation next year? I said, great, no problem. We'll have our tryouts again in April, just like we did this time. Probably have a few more guys that we invite to camp and uh, see where we end up.
0: Uh, now, do you think, I mean, obviously, man, you, you're, you're, you guys put on a great go. Do you think that, like, you know, the Derek Roussard guys, that, you know, the guys a year out or a few years out, do you guys reach out to those guys or are you waiting for them to reach out to you to come in? It's it's a little bit of both, right? So it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. You know, to me, I'll go after some of those guys. Craig Patrick and I and
2: our chief hockey officer, Steve Baker, we'll go after those guys, um, and then we'll have just a a deluge of people coming after us. So we'll have a high-class problem of figuring out who would like to camp. My guess is we'll have probably 150 names, and we'll have to whittle down to about 80. I think we're looking at 84. The way our model works is we've got uh, six teams, seven players per so that's 42 players we'll probably have next year and have a morning session and an afternoon session on day one then a morning session and afternoon session on day two send everybody home then the coaches will go into a locker room and we'll do a uh a war room i should say and we'll do our draft just like we did uh last year
1: absolutely that's
0: that's awesome now it's creative. It's it
1: very is creative very creative very creative now- not to go off not to go off topic but I, I'm a I have high regard for ice cube and like what you just spoke about before with the big three especially they've been on TV now with CBS for like five years and I mean this started from just an idea that the guy had and and it's pretty prominent so with what we've spoken about in 12 minutes I'm already on board and <laughs> other, other than the research that I was just uh, doing Not too long ago for this. I mean, everything sounds great. Keep up the good work. That's all. I'm just listening to continue. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, Ice Cube is...
2: uh, I'm a fan of him throughout his entire career life cycle. The guy just keeps reinventing himself. I'm a big fan of that. And what he's done with Big 3 is special. He's in his fifth year. They have an excellent uh, audience uh, across all platforms and all metrics. He's done a very nice job. I tip my cap to
0: him. Now... EJ, like, uh, I was talking to this uh, one with my buddy, Mike. We were talking about this last night because I, like, I tagged him on Instagram because he didn't understand what it was and, and he thinks it's great. Do you guys, like, moving forward, like, obviously, you know, you know, NHL 22 has, you know, the threes league in there and, you know, they have the money puck, the minus puck. Would you guys ever implement that into the league to make it exciting?
2: It, it's funny. So there's a lot of uh three on three part of this influence is you know four years ago i was in toronto with my cousins They're, mm-hmm. i think 10 and 11 at the time and they're playing three on three and uh they're like we don't play five on five anymore and yeah. i talked to the guys with ea sports they said the same thing like ej we can't get our players to sit through a five on five game anymore it's just three on three it's about 80 percent. said wow okay that was an interesting note yeah. that i took Um, there are some things from the video game that are absolutely already baked into there and there's no reason to think that as we move forward we won't modify some of our rules. There's a bunch of stuff we created. We invented, you know, basically the basketball half-court rule is in our form zone and then come back across the center line Mm -hmm. if if it's not touched. Um, We love the jailbreak format penalty shot so you don't have four-on-three power plays. You have essentially... Uh, penalty shot. Every penalty. Yep. Uh, we play the puck live off the netting, as you know. If it goes, comes back in clean, keep going. Uh, why not? Um, you know, we don't have face offs. We just restart basically uh, on your half of the ice, and we go. So there's a lot of stuff that's already in the video game that's uh, in our format, and there's no reason why we can't evolve. You know, we'll take a look at everything this year and make small modifications uh, where we think it's appropriate to improve the entertainment value.
0: Now, explain to me one one thing where I was there, and I think it was Team Leclaire, the goalie. The goalies are allowed to cross the red line in your league, correct?
2: They can play the puck anywhere they want. The trapezoid is not uh, really for them. Trapezoid is actually for the skaters, so they can't go behind the net and make somebody wait for them. Almost like in basketball, where you yeah. can't be in the paint for more than five seconds same thing with a trapezoid goalies can play it wherever they want so I think that you're talking about Blake Rick skated up the ice yeah it was an empty net and he wanted the puck and, and his, his teammate didn't that's kind of a first he did it again I think the next week and uh, he got about halfway up the ice before he tried to turn back around and I think they they scored on him but I, I love it I love the creativity our goaltenders can play the puck anywhere they want they're just like another player they just wear futons on their legs
0: absolutely <laughs> Now, you know, with your first year going on, do you guys look to expand the schedule or keep the same amount of schedule you have? Like, because you you told me you started in Vegas and you end in Vegas, correct?
2: Yeah. You know, I I like where we are right now. We finish, you know, in a non lockdown year. We would have uh, about a week between the Stanley Cup finals finishing and our season starting. That's perfect, right? We just flow right from nhl into three ice yep and then we finish basically um the week before what they call in college football week zero week zero is that first college football kickoff and uh, that's usually the last weekend in august sometimes it leads over to the first weekend in september but for us it's a perfect sweet spot for a Length of schedule. Um, some guys have thought about, or, or talked about, would we expand more teams, or would we play Saturday and Sunday? Uh, that's all on the table. But we really like the 16 format. You deliver an entire evening in three hours, and about five minutes. A uh, regular hockey game now is about two hours and 42, 43 minutes. A baseball game is about 3:15, 3:20. 3, I think a football game is about 3:06, 3:07. So we're right in that sweet spot of what a regular sporting event feels like and um, you know look could we tighten it up and maybe shave three to five minutes sure but I don't think the fans would really notice it's, it's more of a TV thing uh, if you will yeah but, uh, we like the length of our, of our games our product uh, and our season uh, we think it's pretty fantastic No, we, again we yeah. we took our time to, to really make sure we've had this thing
0: no I I tell you like because you know when I found out you guys were coming to town like I told you you know we've had you know Colton Saucerman on Chiavo Brodor. You know, we've had those guys on, and when I found out they were going, my kid was like, oh, we got to go, we got to go. You know, my kid's a huge hockey guy. And when we went, my wife was like, you know, what are we going to see? I'm like, you know, three's ice, it's three on three. So, you know, she was intrigued with it as well. And, like, we left. And my younger son, you know, he he likes hockey, but he's not into it. And, like, he was more excited for your event than he was the Flyers game. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) there's some jaw-dropping, oh, wow, did that really just happen moments in three ice. I mean, the constant two-on-ones, breakaways, and the bonkers video game-esque breakaway goals. I mean, Brandon Hawkins scored a goal that was number one on Sports Center a couple of weeks back, and it was, you know, you just can't do that in regular hockey, and that's encouraged and possible in three ice. So we've just got Dozens and dozens of those moments in a single evening. And, uh, of course, over the course of the year, it's just, you know, we'll have hundreds of them.
0: Absolutely. Now, the one thing I wanted to ask you, I I don't know if you already answered this question, was, you know, the arc, the the huge goalie crease. What was that for? Did you explain that or no? I might have missed it. Yeah, no, not in this call. But um,
2: So we call it our clear zone. And essentially, when the goalie makes a save and has very clear possession, of Mm -hmm. the puck the offensive team that just shot it has to vacate that area
0: okay so the idea is the goalie gets to reset and then he
2: gets to play the puck first so let's say i make a a glove save or a chest protector save and i I get it down into where i want to sort of hold it and pause the ref goes okay blows his whistle everybody else that was on offense you got to clear at least that zone he gets to drop the puck clearly and freely and then gets to have the first touch with his stick. Okay. Then it's game on. So that whole process takes place in about two to three seconds, maybe even four seconds if we're if we're taking our time. But you can imagine a great glove save. Yep. Everyone clearly knows he's got possession. He resets, drops the puck, passes it along to his guy, or tries to make a long distance pass. Yeah. But the idea is the offensive players can't linger, stay around in that space and try and pick at him or
1: not let him restart play.
2: Absolutely. So
0: that's what that clear zone's for. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, you know, in, in the product you guys, you know, the, the, the rules you guys have, the product you have is just, it's it's unreal. And, you know, I, I couldn't be more happy. Like, I don't even know you until I, you know, I introduced myself at Hershey, but you got a great thing going on, I, I tell you, it, it's awesome. It's good for, you know, youth hockey all the way up to pro. It, it's great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Really
2: appreciate that. We we know we've got a rocket ship on our hands oh, here. And it's yeah. a good case of if you build it, they will come. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, we built it, and they're starting to
0: come. And I said that to Craig when you know my son wanted a picture with him up up top on the concourse, and I looked at him. I said, I said, listen, man. I'm like, this is going to take off. You give you know after the first year, it's going to take it's going to take off because you know you have these other things trying to you know implement themselves in the sports world. You know, good for them. Kudos. You're trying something. I get it. You know what I mean. But, like, what you guys have here, it, it's great. You know, it's it's fast-paced hockey. It's fun, you know. And, you know, the talent you guys have, you know, for one, you know, with Grant Fuhrer, John Leclerc, those guys, you know, signing autographs for, you know, younger younger kids, the younger generation is great. It, it's a wonder. It, yeah. It's, it's also a-
1: timing, too. It's all in the timing as well.
0: Oh, absolutely! You know what I mean. It, it's a it's a wonderful- great
1: planning, great ideas. It's going to lead to success, TJ. It's going to lead to big success. Thank and personally, really you know, I, that. I don't know, TJ, if you've ever seen it other than uh, watching this recently, but uh, a few years back, it's probably what eighteen or nineteen. I went to the NHL All Star Game, and it was the first year they implemented three on three. Yep. In in that aspect, so I'm I'm watching the best players in the league at the time. Still some of the best players in the league at the time. And it's 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 a different environment. And it, it gives the introspective of you're at the hockey game. But for somebody who's a, a diehard hockey fan, even if you don't even like hockey, it's just a different introspective on the game. And it's like, as I was saying to you before about the big three, you know, okay, a lot of these guys are old retired veterans getting a second crack at bat. But the truth is, A, they're still playing the sport that they love, and two, it's a creative way to keep the sport moving, to keep it alive, to keep people, you know, tuned in, no pun intended, interested, listening, etc. It's a great idea. 100%. Thank you. And,
2: and, you know, I think our average age of our league is somewhere around 28 and a half. Uh, I have to double check it, but... You know, we've got a bunch of guys that are 23 to 25, 26, and we've got a bunch of guys that are about 34, 35. Really, our oldest player is is Ryan Malone. He's 42, but he's an absolute fitness freak. He does jiu-jitsu tournaments, so Mm -hmm. he is just absolutely shredded. So he's the outlier at at that age. For the most part, our, our average age is, you know, 28, 29, with guys ranging from about 23 to about 35. It's a pretty great league, and, you know, there's obviously tons of guys in the NHL. Uh, in their thirties, I think the NHL is somewhere around 27 and a half So we're about a year older on average, but just a different body type, and uh, we we love it. We we think we've got something really special and a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and it's just great to hear you guys talk about how much you enjoyed it. That's you know we've got
0: thousands of them, and soon we'll have millions of those people uh, yeah. saying that, which is great. Absolutely. Now, now, EJ, one one thing I, you know, I thought of while I was at the event. Maybe you guys thought of you know. What would your thoughts be on, you know, after the event to have, you know, a shootout competition? You know what I mean? Because I, I know, you know, you guys, people see Swaggy P on the internet. They see John Schiavo doing crazy things on the internet. Brandon Hawkins doing crazy things. Would you ever implement that afterwards to, like, you know, crown a shootout champion after every event?
2: You know, it's funny. We feel like that would be a great made-for-TV or made-for-internet competition that we would do yeah. at our
0: morning skates and so you could pick the top five guys each week yep. plus
2: two goalies and you have a competition or you could have let's say uh, four and four so a bracket of eight
1: yep. and you go head to head in rounds of three shots each
2: and uh, we already kind of built that format out but we do that in the morning time yeah. theoretically we invite uh, people that have purchased their tickets to come in and check that out yeah. and then obviously broadcast that either in real time or the next day but that could be something that you could be betting on in real time as, as we move more and more into sports betting. Oh, that God, yeah. A lot of fun for that. You do a live broadcast on Facebook Watch or DraftKings or, you know, you know, pick a location yeah. and uh, have that. So we would do it theoretically before the day of and invite you know, people to purchase, you know, VIP.
0: Key- and have them
2: in the audience. That yeah.
0: would be a lot of fun. So, so you I love what you're thinking, Zach. We would just do it in a different <laughs> order than you're thinking. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I have nothing else for you. I thank you for taking the time out. You know, 25 minutes of your time. It was great. You know, I, I, you know, will support you guys and promote you guys. It's a great thing what you're doing. I told you that Hershey and you know, I'll tell you this now: like, keep doing what you're doing. Keep up the great work, man. Thank you. Really appreciate that. You know, the any
2: sport like ours, you know, needs super fans. And uh, you know, uh, please keep keep doing what you're doing. We love it. And the enthusiasm is just it's contagious. Right? You sort of
1: that's just the way life works, you know. You get into people around you go, Whoa, he's onto something here. So Yeah,
0: you're definitely onto something.
1: You're definitely on to something.
0: All right. We appreciate it. All right guys, yep. take care. Have a good day.
1: Take care, bye.
0: So, yeah,
1: I mean, what he's got is going on. Damn. Yo, as soon as he started speaking on the different organizations, the first thing that I thought of in my head, there were two things, TJ, and I was Mm going to bring it up, but I'll bring it up to you. It's all good. Yep. Is beach hockey. I mean, I'm sure you remember beach hockey. Yep. I mean, that that was probably during that ESPN, you know, the extreme, the X Games, Yep. at, At the birth of the X Games. They have pro beach hockey, and the PBH was seriously, if, if, if anyone's never heard or seen pro beach hockey, go online. You can probably find it on YouTube, I'm sure. It was so intensely exciting, and it, was, it made the game different. Obviously, they're not in a rink, it's outdoors, they're on wheels, there's different aspects to it. Yeah. It's a different introspective to the game, but it made it exciting. Watching what I do with the big three, and watching some of these veterans still put up decent numbers—it's a thing, dude. It's a thing, and it's a niche, honestly. And people are getting into niches. Yep, and that's that's where—that's where it's exciting.
0: And that's the thing, like I said to him, man. You know what I mean? It's the off season. You know what I mean? You get these guys that you know want to play, and it's—you know—you're getting hockey year-round with this with this league that he has. You know what I mean? You have the NHL, and then as soon as the NHL ends, you got threes like three ice. It's and great. it's a
1: good it's a good way, not to cut you off, it's a good way for um talent to keep you know, keep it moving, keep it flowing. Let's say that there's an off season. You know, what I mean there's there's a three month off season now that person can go to the league, yep, not only continue playing, it may be different slightly, but at the same time not really. Not yeah, really. I mean I, I think I, it's
0: I, I think it's a little bit harder for, you know, NHL guys with their contracts, but Obviously, yeah. well, know.
1: obviously, you know, it's guys that are retired. It would be guys that are retired yep. or, or, or you know, a guy who –
0: It's like ECHL not, not guys, say, you know what I mean? Like, ECHL yeah. guys are playing right now, AHL guys
1: possibly. And, and by not to compare it, but like Yager where they play overseas. So you'll get guys that play overseas too who may have had a name or yep. played X amount of games, this, that, and the third. So it's a really cool opportunity. No. I, I was blown away. Like, honestly, I, I, I looked it up. I read through it, and everything that he said just put the whole perspective. Dude, I'm out, I'm telling you, man, it's, I'm, I, I love it, yeah. bro. I'm in. I, I, that's why I said straight up, I'm in because it's like.
0: I think that, honestly, they should it, look into: do they still put ice in at Trenton?
1: They do have. They have ice at Trenton.
0: That's what I, I, I they, would. That would be, like, that'd be a there. great area for you know three ice to go is Trenton with the Philadelphia and Jersey area. That's a nice arena. It's and it's cheap. It's a small
1: building in the yep. sense that it's you know inexpensive. It's not the Garden.
0: Yep, exactly. It's it, it, like I said. You know, it's, it's not deep. the big joint. It was you know when I like I said man when we went I was like all right let's let's do this you know it's hockey, and, dude. Like I said, Braden. Braden likes hockey, but not like Landon. And Braden mm. was like, you know, kept cheering. He kept cheering, cheering, cheering. He was cheering for the Yellow Team all night. You know what I mean? And yeah, I think I believe, the Yellow I, Team. Uh, the, the, the yellow team was uh, Team Mullen, Joe Mullen. Cool. So And then they ended up winning. And he was, like, you know, pumped up, cheering, you know, yelling, and, like, standing standing up the whole time. And, you know, for a hockey, you know, organization like Three Ice to do that for a kid that's not in the hockey team. Who's around not, it and not in
1: it. It's, yeah. It's, it, here's what it is. It's not like he's not around it, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that that was it. You know, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad he came out, you know, and and spoke to us. And it was funny because, you know, we're at the event and I I started, you know, me, man, I talked to anybody, you know, and I talked to him and I asked him, like, yo, man, i would be great to get you on the podcast. And, you know, him being, you know, founder of the organization, I didn't think he, you know, had the time to come out and do it. But, you know, I go back up to Adrian. I'm like, oh, I got, you know, this EJ's card to bring him on the podcast. And she's like, Jesus Christ, you'll talk to anybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, hey, it's good though. Especially you know, the the, the idea is one thing, but yep. to have the it sounds like that him and whatever group the, you know, his partners, they yep. they have a lot they have a lot of backing and they have a lot of experience and shit too. I was gonna talk about the reality T V, but you know, I let him you know, it's it's his show, but the it's it's not an easy world, you know. What I mean, oh. he's got a lot of he's got a lot of connections, and there's a lot of people. I mean, even Ice Cube, they they, they turned. There were a lot of people that didn't want to give him the. It's not even so much the league, but the CBS, because they have like Saturday at noon on yep. CBS. I mean, it's it's not prime time, but it's a it's a, it's a time slot that's on, you know, mainstream regular TV. Yeah. And he got it, you're five years strong. And and they're still they're still going. And and it hasn't stopped, even through a pandemic. You would think that uh two years on T V, they have a pandemic, uh he's yeah. watching, and eh, we're not gonna we're not gonna reboot you for the fifth season. No. And it keeps going. So it's it's one of those things, it can it can very well catch on. This is gonna know?
0: I'm telling you, man, it's gonna take off. It really
1: is. It'll take off. It's going to take. Seen it. I mean, you saw it. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm living vicariously through, through you right now. However, I do have advice for you. I would like uh, your opinion on something. Yeah, got let's a, hear it. I got, I got Eric's on it. Uh, okay. So I'm basically on Sunday going yep. to meet my uh, hero that's not Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, and I'm not sure if I should go. For the puck option or the jersey option. So basically, Are you talking
0: about Richter, Leach, or Graves?
1: One of them. You did say one of them. Now you got to figure out which one is, is the guy. I'm
0: going to say Rick.
1: You're smart. See, this is why you're an intelligent human that's being. That's why we're this boys. Why we and that's why, that's why we're good this friends. <laughs> why, that's why, mate, this is why I have big love. Yep. Big love for you and your family. No, but so he's doing a signing in North Jersey. Yep. And uh, it's at Top Golf. So you get top golf, you get food, and you get the meet and greet. So Are they you going it. to the
0: what you're going to the top golf in Edison?
1: No, it's Morristown. It's a little okay. farther, but it's all right. all right. I've never been there, but it's in a suite. Like it's in a um, it doesn't look like a normal top golf. Okay. But the way they describe it. It is what it is. But uh the one package, it's basically two autographs and a picture. Yep. The one is the hockey puck, and the other one is the jersey. Now, Eric gave me his opinion. My cousin gave me their opinion. They were both on the puck standpoint, only in the regards of, A, it's easier to display. Two, you get the jersey. Now, I got to take it to a framing store, and to frame a jersey, it's not a cheap date. Yep. So, now we're talking about all this other stuff. And then, on top of that, I have to then said hang, said jersey. So... I I, I mean, uh, what would you lean towards? I
0: would, I would go Jersey.
1: Yeah, see, that's. I would
0: go Jersey because you can easily go to Michaels and buy one of those those Jersey boxes, and they have the directions how to fold it up there in that.
1: Stop! They do sell them there. I swear to God, I believe it. See, I, I I don't know though. I don't want to say that he's going to come in. So it's a small charitable event. So small amount of people. He's bringing jerseys in. I don't think yep. that it's anything Rangers affiliate because of the charity. So I, I'm I, I don't think that's it's going to be like. So I want to say that the charity is going to be the jersey, and that's where I'm on the fence of it because it's like okay, it's a rare piece. If they yep. only printed up x amount of them, only x amount of people are going to have these things. Yeah. And then, I don't know. So you're going to go Jersey. All right, good. Good food for thought.
0: I would. That, that'd be my,
1: that's mine. It's my. only a $50 difference, to be honest with you. That's the, the, what? Jersey, the Jersey's $50 more in the package. It's really, it's the only difference. Okay. But uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just excited I get to meet a hero of mine. It's Fuck yeah, cool. dude.
0: That's awesome. Make right. sure he signs, you know, 94 Stanley Cup champion. This
1: well, that might this be the old, thing too. Last he, lifetime. he might he might pull a Ric Flair. He might only sign his name type shit. He might not say like 16 time champion. Yeah, like, woo. <laughs> he might not do none of that. He might just be like Mike Dot, and then here you go, man. <laughs> just straight up Mike Dot. Have a great day, buddy. Yep. We'll see. I don't know, but that's good advice. I appreciate that. You know, absolutely, right?
0: absolutely, man. I mean,
1: that was a that was a great show, as always. I mean,
0: absolutely, man. Thank I'm you. I'm
1: interested in doing Where, this. I, yeah, what? I have to come to a game with you. We got to figure out the next time he's around, and we have to go.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Now, what concert are you going to tonight? Before I let you go,
1: I'm going to see Garbage and Alanis Morissette. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, they got just a plethora of hits. Basically, a whole shit ton of girls and. <laughs> Me. Shucks.
0: All right. Well, thank you for coming
1: on. Other hey, than thank that, you,
0: you know, it, it's been a pleasure. You know, we Mikey, Mikey wants to get back on here, so
1: you got to get him going, bro. Yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's been busy. Yeah, he's he's
0: busy. He's working. So, but uh, thank you for coming on. It was it was a pleasure. And uh, stay dusty.
1: Stay dusty, bro.